want to guess what episode? 87. We don't care. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'll go back and count at some point. I think it's 88. All right. Or 87. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's episode. Yep. Tonight, we're drinking. Hold on. Let me take a sip. Tonight we're drinking Red Breast, Single Pot, Still, Irish Whiskey, aged 21 years. It was really expensive, but we're drinking it because who cares, you know? Just go with it. Yeah. I had a good day. I want to have some nice whiskey. We got it for... Yeah. present. I feel like... It has my name in it. It does. I feel like the last time we drank this, we were... I don't know. We didn't live here, right? I don't know. It was when we did the little taste testing. Really? That was the last time? I think so. So, yeah. But I feel like in the past year, we've come a long way in our Lives. understanding of whiskey and yeah. our taste buds of whiskey. And this tastes great. Whiskey is like money. What do you I'm just going to hold on to it, you know, my whole life. I'm just going to be a drunk when I'm 80, you know? Got to drink yeah. a little. It gets better with age, yes. both of them. No, apparently this one's not <laughs> once you open it. This no, they were just saying like, there's no point in sitting on something that's good just because it'll age better. Yeah. Like, enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's that's... It's been 21 years. <laughs> like, yeah. the difference between a 21 and a 20... Actually, this is 23 years now. <laughs> you know, it's good and I'm going to drink it. It's, it's great, fine. actually. But yeah. Buy me another one in a couple so of years. So we're back. We're drinking some Red Breast Whiskey mm-hmm. um, from Ireland. And uh, and we're in the thick of it. It's 2020. There's a pandemic going on. There's a we pandemic. We have lots to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about, and we're going to stay um, on script, and we're going to be concise with our words. And no, we're gonna there's be no need for that. Somewhat, um, you know. Careful about what we say. Not careful, but we're going to follow some sort of script. I'm only saying that because we've done two podcasts that we had to scrap because I was too drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been a little bit, if you notice. <laughs> so early on, we we banged early on of the stay-at-home order, I guess, yeah. in March into April. Yeah, we put a few out, and then we did a few more, but... Which is, I was too drunk. It was early on. Yeah, things were just crazy. The second one was, we tried to... I, I thought about this today. We tried to redo the first one. Yeah. Because we were too... Drunk. All over the place. But we decided to do it on your birthday after you had been drinking for like 12 straight all hours. Day. All yeah, day alone. It didn't. It didn't make any sense, and the podcast didn't make any sense. But we're gonna make sense now, and we're gonna do this. And I'm not gonna give any promises, but here we are talking yeah. about something, and uh, it's gonna be fun. I really hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess let's just catch you up. One, we're in the pandemic, and so many food things that I could go over with you that I'm so excited about. The most recent one is this vegan um, buffalo mozzarella that I made. Buffalo? Yeah. So buffalo is like the ones that's like in water, you know, like it's in like a brine. Oh, they were talking about like hot sauce. Did I say sauce? Buffalo. You said buffalo. That's what it's called, buffalo mozzarella. Um, Anyways, it's, I just like, I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but I found it on YouTube and it's, I made two different versions of it. Because I was like researching it. One was with cashews and like a vegan yogurt. And then a stabilizer of that Kappa Kearney Genie stuff or whatever. Um, and then the other was just with like a unsweetened almond milk or soy milk. And then the stabilizers. And like the cashew one was good. But it really didn't have the same like kind of f- flavor and texture as the one with just the regular almond milk or soy milk it's so good that cheese like rocks my mind i was really excited about it I, yeah you were maybe we should put like the link into that in our um our podcast didn't you like it wasn't yeah, it so I loved good it. It was great it's like literally i liked it so i'll be honest yeah i liked it for what it was, it didn't work great on like a grilled cheese sandwich. Well, that was a different cheese. Oh, I didn't was? use. You're such an idiot. <laughs> I didn't use. I just, I just said that I made the ones with 
cashews that I didn't uh, like that okay, one as okay. good. So I've been using that a lot because I wanted I to use listening. it. I wasn't listening. No, you weren't listening at all. But the that I really like the one that's made with the um, almond milk or soy milk. Yeah, I was crushing that. Yeah, and it melts and you, you can grate it like... I don't know what it is, and it's relatively cheap. I mean, like Kappa Karna Genie. I don't know what that stuff's called, but um, I bought that off of Amazon. It was like six bucks or something, like rather mm. inexpensive for something that you usually spend like a ton of money for, you know, in a grocery store. So I'm like ecstatic about how excited, um, how you know how good this is. I made like a caprese salad. It was the tits. It was so good. What else did I make? Crepes. Oh, we haven't man. talked about crepes. There's so much to catch up on. Crepes are so good. And I don't know if like being the or having a vegan version of crepes is like something people are shy away from. But I found a recipe and you I, I got to put these recipes up. I found a recipe that uses club soda to give it that like very airy, um, you know, texture of a crepe because a crepe is like a very unique, you know, like density and flavor. And there's yeah. What's a what's a what's a, not, a regular crepe having it that's not vegan? I think like a lot of eggs. And that's what makes it fluffy. I think so. I'm not quite sure because eggs. It's just like a super thin pancake. It to is me a super thin pancake. It becomes like a breakfast burrito. But something about it is like effervescent. I don't know, but the club soda, which is just like carbonated water, you know. What the hell was that noise? I don't know. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, anyways, the club soda, just it it makes it like um, and amazing. And I put flaxseed as my um, my egg and it works just beautifully. I just want crepes all the time. Like it was and just Mother's Day and like it was like I want crepes breakfast, lunch, and crepes, dinner. Which I've never heard of. I like sweet crepes too, but I was just trying to think of other ways to eat crepes. <laughs> I know. And it, to it be works. honest, I think savory crepes might top out my sweet crepes. I agree. I'm not a big sweet breakfast eater. Yeah. You know, I, well, like- I eat crepes all the time. It was funny because we had crepes for dinner the other day and James my stepson was just like, so is this like, is this like breakfast for dinner? <laughs> is this sweet? Like he was just so like, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, we're yeah, eating crepes like for every uh, meal from here on out. They're Man. so good. So, but uh, in my savory crepes, I put like cream cheese and um, mushrooms, like sauteed mushrooms, and then some. Um, sun-dried tomatoes and we were talking about this you put sun-dried tomatoes in like poop and i'll eat it they're so good we'll go that far but i'm a big fan of sun-dried tomatoes they I they don't see them a lot either elevate everything and you make like sun-dried so tomato mayo okay it used to be a thing that i would enjoy yeah i don't would know you, where what would you like a sandwich oh yeah i think i, I feel like i've talked about this there was a place in I don't even remember what it was called. It was in, uh, oh, I do. It was in Burlington, Vermont, mm-hmm. called the Red Onion, I believe. Okay. Could be wrong. If you're in Vermont, tell me. But they made this Red Onion sandwich. Maybe that just was just onions? the name of the sandwich. But no, it had it had Gruyere cheese on it. So you'd have to remake Gruyere. that. Gruyere. Uh-huh. It had Gruyere. Red Onion on it. Uh-huh. It had. I love me some Red Onion. <laughs> um, sun-dried Raw? tomato mayo Raw red on onion. it. Okay. And it had uh, green apple slices on it. Okay. Savory and sweet. And then uh, like turkey. It's like, it's like the key to life is that savory and sweet. Oh, some of the best sandwiches I've ever had. And it had like a somewhat toasted bun. What's like the, like a, was like a Monte Cristo? Is that? Like are, I, Monte Cristos are like, like that's like French toast. Oh, okay. No. Well, it was like. Well, it's like dipped in egg and was, then fried. Oh, no, no, no. It was more of like just like a thick toasted bread. You know what? It was so really, good. I could I really look go for a Monte Cristo, um, a vegan one. I think yeah. we might we might try well, to do that this weekend. What about your sandwich maker? Didn't you have a sandwich maker? No, it was a waffle maker. I have a waffle. I have. Didn't a you have a sandwich maker. maker for a while? No, I have like a press that I actually just found. Like and a, I was, does 
that's the kind of sandwich I want right now. Like a panini? Yeah, like a oh, panini. Okay, we'll do paninis this weekend. We'll do paninis this weekend. And I was also thinking we could do our hot ones challenge. If anyone else out there wants to try this with us, <laughs> is if you've seen the YouTube or whatever show that's hot ones, it's YouTube, <laughs> where they have like uh, famous people on and they eat. Um, Chicken wings and like super hot sauce. Yeah, while they're being like interviewed about regular stuff. So I'm going to interview Jimmy and we're going to do the challenge. That'd but be amazing. So you're going to do like vegan. a full interview? I'm going to do a full. I've, gonna... I've already thought of some questions. Okay. Is this going to be like a show? Yeah. going to record it? Well, we could do, we could record it and then we'll do like, we'll edit it to have like snip bits. Okay. But I got five different hot sauces. I didn't know what hot sauces they we used. We go live. But I did five different hot sauces, and the one that we're going to end with, has it's a ghost pepper one. Okay. Which is like, that's the hottest, right? It should be. I think so. Depends. So, that'd like, be fun. Imported from like South America or something? I definitely picked it up in my once a three-week grocery trip at okay. Kroger's. So you got at the Kroger? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Which, Let's not speak to on that segue a little bit. into... Uh, corona, uh, COVID. Um, but I've picked up like a new ability to go grocery shopping every three weeks, and it's really saving us some money. So, yeah, <laughs> when you shouldn't go out more than you need to right now, yeah, or so should I, you? I, I had that like mindset, and I was like, oh, I gotta go. And so, I just I went and I spent, I'll just you know, be very honest. We have a family of like four and a half, like James comes here half the time, and uh. Four and a half, including kids, but they eat so fucking much. Like our my like our little kids, really like they eat more than me. Like one hundred percent, eat more than me. Toast and fruit, though, right? No, they eat all <laughs> kinds of food. Um, but anyways, I I, I usually spent like two fifty around there for groceries, and I went to the grocery store and I spent like the first time I spent like. Four hundred and something dollars, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a lot of money on groceries." But then I didn't go back. That that lasted us almost three weeks. Yeah. So well. it's really like it's changing up our. I you know, lot of lot of rice and beans kind of meals. A lot of like, you know what it is? Get it's creative. a lot of it's a lot of portion control. I realize that it's <laughs> yeah. like I don't need to make enough to last the next day. Like we're definitely eating less. We got yeah, we got in a weird habit of eating like two big meals. Two big meals a day. Yeah, one is like a is a late late breakfast yeah. and then one's like an early dinner. And okay. honestly like I mean, I don't know if it's changed my body at all, but I just I enjoy like I enjoy sitting down for dinner at like 4 and being like ragingly hungry. And I also yeah. enjoy like getting my shit done in the morning and then eating my breakfast at like 10, 10.30 and being like, I'm so hungry, well, yeah. I'm going to eat well, that's a lot. What I really enjoy is getting up, getting out the door, getting right to work. Um, we're st- I'm working on a one of our flip houses and then, you know, alone, safe. But then oh, coming home. I went there today. I'm saying like now oh. or oh, yeah. now things are loosening up. But during this, I'm trying to make the point that we were we were following the rules um, yeah, we were. And uh, but, anyways, yeah, putting off that food until like noon. Whew, yeah, I mean, then you just really can like hang out. Yeah, but I mean, I sympathize with you here. Like it was much harder when I was teaching to to fast till lunch, but when I'm doing like it's manual just, labor, it's yeah, it's real easy. Well, because you're like busy. No, it's my. Yeah. I'm, I'm busy here. It's fine. Yeah, but you're busy around like food. Like, I don't even have running water when I'm it's, working. No, I get that, but it's it's fine. Me and my my boys, we're just usually doing dance parties to share arts and crafts. We do. I'm really surprised how good this whiskey tastes. It should. It's super expensive. Yeah, it wasn't that good last time. Well, it was, but we did a taste test with like shitty whiskey and good whiskey, and none of us knew what was what. Well, but I think I think we would know now. Mind over matter. Well, uh, you can interview me with hot sauce. I'll interview with you with whiskey. Is it really like even like out of the norm to get me drunk these days? Yeah. You know, like, it's <laughs> Whoa, like oh, here we go. We're at least a little loose. Yeah, like that's that's just the norm. Oh no. Okay. We're very responsible. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I ruined the last two podcasts. Because every time you talked, I was like, no, no, you don't understand what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. You don't understand what I'm saying. And you were like, oh, my God, can I speak? And I was, I just, I'm just really, like, that. I literally, like, the next day was like, 
Lisa needs to work on not interrupting. That I don't know which one. Was that the first or the second one? The second one. Oh, that yeah. one was bad. I was pissed. <gasps> it's probably funny to listen to it, though, because no. I was yelling at you. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't care at all. You were just going I'm on, a, on and on and on. I was talking about the worst things. To, I was I was explaining this, and I'm probably like going to get in trouble for saying this now, but I was explaining this to our friend, how I kept talking about racial issues with the COVID and how like black people are apparently, like this is what the media was telling me, that black people were getting it more. And I was like trying to talk about that, and it just wasn't coming off eloquently. <laughs> did it come out smooth? It did not. But it's like it, like the whole thing was in the right. It's a real it topic, just, yeah. But it's something you need to know. What it you're was just, about. I was just like, instead of like reading a headline. Yeah, like I was just like, black people get Corona more. Ugh, that sucks. Like it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what I was coming from. Well, Corona is obviously the the big topic these days, so we're gonna stay on that a little bit. But but talk about it in a vegan ish. Yeah. So. Meat. Talk about the meat. Holy shit. That's a really big story. Yes, yeah, so this is a weird angle. Not a weird angle. An angle I hadn't really considered that much until the last couple days. Trying to understand. I keep seeing these headlines about meat and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, meat shortages and meat plants and. And um, how we should feel so bad for the farmer. Yeah, it's just weird to see this stuff reported out in a way that is sympathetic when we're so used to shitting on it. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, in reality. There's a reason this is all happening. Yeah. It, it might be good for I'm gonna lay out what what we believe. I'm gonna lay out my my thoughts just real quick on mm-hmm. the farmer. Is that I get really annoyed when our president talks about the farmer and our farmers are doing well and the farmers are doing this and we need to help our farmers. Listen, like the idea that people are out farming and bringing us food and agriculture and dairy and meat and all this stuff like that's not the reality of what it is the reality is that there are five giant corporations that have farms factory farms that provide these Hmm. that the the mom and pop little like farm organization that's that's not the norm by any means. I'm not saying they're not out there, but when, you know, like Trump's referring to like the farmers of the United States, we need to make sure they're taken care of. Like your subsidy money that you're giving from the stimulus package is not going to Mr. Organic down the road, you know? Yeah, that's, and that's, I'm trying to look at right now. I don't really know the stats on that, but it looks like it's, it's fairly even, but. What do you mean even? Well, not even. This can't be. So this is from this USDA. Just in. So, yeah. Right. Well, this, this is saying that so this is of the 2.1 million farms in the United States in 2012, 97% were family owned operations. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. But and this is 88% like- of farms were small family farms with less than 350K gross cash income. But I also have a stat here that says that 99% of all meat we consume comes from factory farms. I think so. Just still, even though it's family owned and it's but they're on leased land at this point, right? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, the guy who runs a shitty chicken factory in northern Ohio that has mm-hmm. you know fifteen barns, it's still a family farm that probably operates with under half a million dollars. Right. Probably not a huge profit range, but still. That's technically a factory farm, but it's still technically a family farm, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Neither good, mostly, um, obviously, for many reasons that we'll get to tonight. But um, that's true, though. When, you, when we're talking about bailing out farming and the farmer, that's including multi-billion dollar corporations. That provide a shitty product. And, and they provide it in the most shittiest way. And shitty working conditions. Yeah, I hope we go into towns and. I hope we go into it. I'm sure. Yeah, we that's will. all in here. But the the people working in these factory farms are, I mean, they're working in a in a butcher house, but they're they're on on the scale of victim. You know, they're they're on the victim side to to you know like winner. I guess <laughs> yeah. you know like they're being manipulated and exploited. Not as much as the animals, but 
They're well, not. They're not getting off scot free. Like they're they have really terrible working conditions. Yeah, I guess that's a question I was trying to answer. That I guess was just assumed, and I couldn't really find a, a specific answer to it. Um, but I think I have it. Is why is there so? First and foremost, there's a meat shortage right now. A huge meat shortage. Meat like shortage. When <laughs> short meat. Wendy's <laughs> doesn't <laughs> have um, burgers. Yeah. You know, like. Kroger and Giant Eagle and Costco and Walmart, there's You're an limited. amount that you can buy. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking, we talked about this before. Why isn't, aren't the shelves cleared in grocery stores? But I guess it's the production side of it is riddled with COVID. Because there's no, because, well, because the workers aren't there to make the meat, right? Or to, to, yeah. So it's not that people don't meat. want it or they're not buying it. It's just that the actual production has slowed. Okay. Here, but this is why I guess I don't understand is that wouldn't those um, production facilities, like an, an actual fact, like a butchered house of factory farm meat, yeah. wouldn't those be essential? Like, why are those shut down? Or they're why not. They're, they were they were essential and they stayed open, but they. Just so many, so people. many people were getting it oh. because they're just such unsanitary. And oh, this is this is me, God. my opinion, but they're unsanitary, disgusting, awful places. So this with just fluids went, went and rampant. blood and bodies and no windows and terrible ventilation and you know not good heating and air conditioning and so it's just they're just horrible, horrible places. So and you know they would stay open no matter what if they yeah. could and even the president signed an executive order to keep them open yeah give them money regardless of how many people are getting sick and even then they couldn't stay open enough like oh. it's it's horrifying and that's kind of the theme of all of this is that these places are just so riddled with illness that they can't produce enough meat for us to eat but that's kind of the cause of all of this right but the so fact that's, that we are so dependent on all so this. that's the gist of the meat shortage is that it's the production side yeah is the production could not so keep much illness going within production yeah because there's so much illness but yeah and you're like oh yeah we're all we're all cracking down we're all slowing down but no there's places that are rocking and rolling Kroger. They're, they're pumping out toilet Kroger paper grocery stores hard. home depot like all that stuff's getting manufactured at, at insane levels it's just, and they're it's not changed. riddled with covid because everyone's going to pump out toilet paper and masks right. and sanitizer it's just people can take precautions there because they're not disgusting places. That's really bad. So I heard some guy talk on like 60 Minutes or something. I don't know what I was watching. But um, it was like he was talking – he was like a representative for the workers of a union of um, you know, people who worked in factory farms. And what do they call the production? They just call it production facility, you know? Like Where they you leave produce? like a factory farm – is the factory know, involved a, in the farm? You know, like no. I mean, it goes from the farm to the slaughterhouse, it's like a manufacturing, and then like production. processing, processing plant. plant. That's yeah. what it's called, processing plant. But anyways, he was talking about his like workers and being like, you know, we have to be safe, and how we do things. It's just like it's not gonna be safe. And he was talking about the actual proximity of where people are standing, like along the line of like butchering and um, you know you know i don't know butchering the body into like being actual meat i was so yeah. like bad at this because i'm like i don't know they take like a pig <laughs> and then they turn it into meat like i don't know how that happens and i'm really against it it's horrifying but he was saying that it's just like a really insane like it's unfathomable to like even try to reopen or try to get people in there like six feet apart because it's just not possible, which just really makes you think, what the fuck? Oh. But like, how are, what's going on in there? Are you, why are you all standing shoulder to shoulder, literally like cutting Zorro-like swords in a belly of a, a cow or a pig? Like, what's going on? And I would really crazy about this is that everyone not just vegans yeah normal quote unquote you know meat eating americans are taking a second and being like wait what mm -hmm. why is this an issue that's what yeah that's a point that i wanted to make is that 
is so the further we get into being, you know, vegan and we talk about it on our podcast, we hear all the same things over and over. We see it on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Vegans are really in depth. Like I get sick of it and I just push it all away. Uh-huh. And then it, it slowly it does kind of flutter out of your brain. Like what's happening? Not mine. And <laughs> mine oh, a little bit. Oh, you mean like, okay. Yeah, like like what's actually going on? Like I'm just, I'm vegan and that's it. I don't have to think about it anymore. And and not have to push it anymore. But I think the reason vegans are so like aggressive and in your face is because. They know. They know, but I also need that for myself. You need to like, re-up. Yeah, when I'm reading, the, I need to re-up. I'm reading these articles and I'm like, oh my gosh. That's like, so yes, I know all this and I've talked about it and I've read about it and I've you know, explained it to people over and over and over again, but that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, And I have to keep telling people like, this is disgusting. It's awful. And I need to read more about it. I need to be able to make arguments about it because it's, there's no justification. And it is. Well, here's the thing. Like in my mind, I'm completely, I, I totally appreciate like all the health benefits of being vegan. I've talked about this a million times. I'm 100% like an ethical vegan, not down with killing animals, but like, this is ethical for like a human standard because in my mind, like I think about that cow or that pig or, you know, I don't, I'm sure they're chickens, chickens whatever, lamb, kill, killing all babies, don't even say lamb. Um, but Turkeys. anyways, like in my mind, like that animal was killed inhumanely in this facility, 100%. But but the process that goes on from the death of that animal until that animal like hits the you know dinner table of the standard American diet, that process and how kind of not cool that process is, that's a humane um, like worry. How fast it's processed, how yeah. um, not sanitary it's processed. Like I don't know the standards, but I just well that's know, where like, it's, I can't that's imagine. where it's gotten out of hand. Um, yeah, how fascinating this process, like what the parameters are, the people working in there, all those steps it takes to get, you know, like the the, the government subsidies. If I'm going to make this really crappy cheap meat, super cheap for you to eat because you're poor and you can only afford this. Or the fact that there's like a ton of different cows in a hamburger. Like I've never understood that. Why can't there just be one cow? Why is it like so many oh, no, together? no, they do that on the factory farm. Just yeah, Grandpa or, Joe killed one cow and right. made some burgers for you. Or like the sludge that makes up like chicken nuggets or the hot slime, dogs. Yeah. Like the leftover byproducts that some sick chemist was like, we can use that butthole of the pig to make this and then we'll save a ton of money because we're saving all those buttholes. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, it's like that that animal died and that was horrible that it died. But then, like, what you what we, I guess, have done to that dead animal and what happens from there is just that's a humane concern, you know, because yeah. then, then you look at all of that and you you see this animal's meat and body be taken for food and it's turned into something that's unhealthy, 100 percent unhealthy. See it, it affecting like children's development and shit like yeah, that's a that's a humane concern. That's why that's why actually well, that's I don't I- fucking like when people are like, oh, vegans, they like You'd rather save an animal than a human. You care about I care about humans before I care about animals. Like I used to say that. Yeah, well I'm I'm also I also like humans. Like I don't want them to die. I don't want anyone to die. Just such a just such a hippie at heart. Well, that's the bigger picture here is I think that this is opening up people's eyes to that mindset that didn't have it before. So clearly the Meat and dairy industry is a giant part of our economy. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, it's a one and a half percent of the whole world's economy. We're talking billions and billions and billions of dollars, jobs, all the stuff. So it's like they produce uh, a staple. Yeah, and it's something that if that was the only part of the industry, if it was hey, we're slaughtering some cows and pigs and chickens and we're feeding people, and us vegans were like, eh, don't do that. That's mean. Um, that's a whole different story. Now we're talking about destruction of the world. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the healthcare system falling apart all over the world. And now we're talking about pandemics that are destroying the economy and putting us into the fucking Great Depression. Yeah. And all of it, not just because this came from an animal, the but, Great Depression, but it's actually worse. Like economically, it, it could be it worse, could. but we are we are hitting 
unemployment levels of the Great Depression. Well, it's we're only a couple but, months into this. The yeah. the long term effect of this and what happens if this is just like a forever. this is just a baby. This is, this is a little baby virus. Because to be honest, I don't I I think we're overreacting to this, but. Put this could be great. Opinions on the oh no, I got plenty. Burner. I'll say I'll save them for the second half of the show. But um, essentially, this is going to open people's eyes up to. Is it? I think it is. is. It? Not enough, but some more than it was before. It's really hard to. I mean, between this coming from um, animals, or maybe not. Maybe out of a lab in Wuhan. Oh, it's one hundred percent. It's out of a lab. Yeah. I thought that was like, but it's still undisputed. A, no, it's no. it's being investigated. It's very but, disputed. But uh, was I watched a video today on plant based news. I want to give credit where it's deserved. Um, this guy's name is Klaus Mitchell. Oh, fired up. His name is Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. K L A U S. Like Santa Claus. I guess, yeah. Like someone named their like, that was a good one. Claus. Definitely going <laughs> to. I know what I'm naming my kid. Uh, I think it's the today, which is, it's May 12th. It's the top story on plant-based news, which is a great site. Um, but he's talking about, he went through all the big pandemics, like the the avian flu came from factory farms. MERS? I don't know that one very, very that's, well. That's Middle Eastern Respiratory Issue. Oh, or Respiratory Disease. There you go. Because he did it say? Yeah, well, no, you did say it came from camels. It was the mis- mistreatment of camels. It's, MERS is Middle Eastern respiratory like, like virus, probably. Yeah, but the the funny thing is, is that like I guess it's not, I don't know maybe it's funny or not, but like all the flack that happened with like China, COVID, China, Corona, mm-hmm. Wuhan disease or whatever. Like no one is offended that it's called Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern respiratory, yeah, whatever. We, we had the Spanish flu too, but I guess that wasn't. It's just it was in a different time. Apparently now everyone's more offensive. Yeah, it's SARS, and then uh, well, it's funny that swine flu. Yes, um, was very offensive. It was offensive, so we called it H one N one. It was offensive to swine production. <laughs> yes, which don't call a fucking pig a swine <laughs> that's offensive that offends me it's a derogatory term it's for a, a derogatory pig. term i don't like that term at all it sounds so gross you swine dirty swine yeah i guarantee if you fast forward in like 30 years and we use the term swine people will be like that's fucking you can't fucking say that it's like, i have a pig at home that's- if you heard you say that yeah like my aunt sue's a pig she's wow. so messed up um, unrelated i was confused by this though um i guess it's maybe the per- no this would be part of the production they're like you've seen these videos where they're like dumping milk like farms are pumping it into their sewers no, or they're I having s- to like kill their their, their I saw animals that with the meat and i don't but I, that's not like you just already no one there, have it is People, no one there to take to process it? I guess that's it because people want it. I, that is mind-blowing to me. And yeah. you know it's even more? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I heard the shower going, which was <laughs> also going to be mind-blowing. Oh, man. <laughs> James decided to take a shower like on his own accord. Sure but, that um, has not happened. But, um, oh, God, I lost my thought. Uh, I was talking about the dumping of milk and meat and stuff. and like, Oh, yeah. Meat. I saw a... Um, a farmer, quote unquote. Um, was he in a suit driving a Bentley? He was 100% <laughs> like very well in like a very tailored suit. Um, but he was like, do you know, I actually heard this a couple times, but he was like, do you know the like mental um, like discord that we have to go through, the, the, you know, how upset we get when we have to kill our flock and not process it yeah i saw a few of those like stop mister because like i mean it breaks my heart to have to kill these animals that i typically kill for profit but i have to kill them for nothing right exactly like that was so enraging to me like you're i mean i kind of understand your logic but that's literally like the logic of like the mob being like well i had to kill him you know like yeah i didn't want to like okay that's not actual reality, but thanks for living in somewhere around my orbit, you know? It's unreal. Yeah. But, so yeah, most of these have stemmed from meat or the fact that we... These 
pandemics. Yeah, we do a terrible job of, you know, our relationship with consuming animals. Wait, like wait, for wait, us, wait, wait. we don't Hold think on. we should. Yeah. Hold on. I need to go back. You were like, you think um, Corona's just going to be like a baby pandemic? I'm like, saying. Do you, like, are you not that I'm like, do you know something? But like, I'm just saying, like, no, so we're like, gonna have like, so like, since I was in, like, life's never gonna be the same. No, it's not. But like, let's think about, I mean, unrelated, let's say earthquakes. Um, since I was in like fifth grade, the first time I like paid attention in science class, they've been telling us like California's gonna fall off mm-hmm. the earth. Yeah. And 30 years have gone by and it hasn't. Yeah. I also but let's I heard say, like bees were like not gonna yeah, be yeah. around. But let's say today an earthquake hits. And takes out like a quarter of California, not the whole thing. You're like, oh shit, they were right. Yeah. Maybe the next one's gonna be even worse. Sorry, California. I'll, I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't. But that's what they think might. And this is what they've been saying. Like I've been hearing for 20 years that some pandemic oh. is our biggest enemy. This is why people have like bug out shelters and they're digging holes in their yards and they're they're like stocking up guns. And then all of a sudden, we have one that. Is it really a little, little blip? Is it really that bad? And we're gonna destroy the whole world's economy over it. And so we're gonna have another one, and we're not gonna destroy the economy. No, we're we're gonna, gonna we might die. have one that might actually be like real bad, physically like, like kills ten percent of people, not point zero one percent. Yeah, yeah. But also kill our economy at the same time. So this might be good in the sense that we're um, prepping, prepping for it. Yeah. So I'm not so. I think we are overreacting, but I don't think it's a bad thing because I don't think these are going away. Yeah. We're not going to stop what we're doing that's causing these. We're just going to have pandemics from now on. We're just going to have pandemics. We we have. And it's just just been a long period of time without one. So we've gotten very comfortable with the fact that we won't get them. Or we. It's really scary. It's really scary. And uh, and I think that. Like, are you comfortable in this basement? Yeah. Because we're going to be living in the basement. Well, not if people get their shit together and we make some giant changes. If we let these industries fail, if we let maybe meat just cost what it should cost. Oh, well, God, preach it because, yeah. yes. It doesn't even have to well, fail. What a bizarre concept. Meat should cost what it actually costs to produce it. Mind-blowing. Yeah. We don't need to be Listen, government, vegan. I understand, like, totally make, like, gas and oil like 100% you can subsidize <laughs> that cuz like i think the actual cost of gas would be like way higher than i'm yeah, um, expecting cheaper to cheaper than orange juice right now well but like in general <laughs> like i'm not willing to spend like $7 a gallon but meat come on uh, last year we spent thirty-eight billion dollars on meat and dairy. Oh, I thought you meant like it. us in general. I thought <laughs> you were going to talk about. Me. I thought you were going to talk about like our gas usage, and I was like, "Damn, where did we go? I know we travel a lot." Yeah, but there's so many things connected to that too. They say like you know people are always like, "Vet, well you know vegetables are so expensive." My students no, say that they're not. They are compared to meat and dairy that's subsidized. Oh, um, oh! You mean like the final product at the store? Yeah, when yeah. you go to the store, yeah, no, or no, to like a, yes. to like a restaurant or something. Um, that's because it's not subsidized. And if we're going to continue to do that, these these are the things that are going to happen. Maybe we're not going to have full blown pandemics, but um, we could have a friendly relationship with animals as food. I don't want oh, one. Damn! Hold on, say that again. We can have a friendly I guess relationship. F- not friendly. No, I thought no. I think that's a profound. Statement: We can have a friendly relationship with, with animals as food, just yeah. and like well, a you, more. You like, and I can't. I don't want. I mean, well, I, don't I have want other to, reasons I'm, why I'm not going to eat meat. But yeah, like there's our, a, there's a way we can we could still be carnivores and not cause pandemics. Like our neighbors have chickens. Yes, they eat their eggs. Yes, they take care of. The, they got out today. It was like reeking like everyone running, running down an alley everyone in the, in the neighborhood was like or the hood whatever we call it was, was like trying to get these chickens back in their hen house um our neighbors our other neighbors have rabbits i would not eat a rabbit do not think they're consuming oh, them but no but i'm saying like um in those scenarios like if they want to eat their chickens if they want to eat their rabbits yeah that's no harm off of my that's no harm off of anyone's back besides 
the rabbits and the chickens and that the, are getting eaten. And the healthcare industry. But we don't need to get into that yet. Well, but, if it's okay. I mean, I choose not to eat meat, not just, I mean, yeah, it's a strain on the healthcare. But also, if you have that, again. You're so vegan. It's just, can we take a second? Because <laughs> it's like, you weren't, you know? No. And then you were like, I'm going to try this. And now you're like literally more vegan than me. It's weird that people, I don't know. I Sometimes I'm accused of being inconsistent, whether it's my politics or my food or my music or whatever. You're not inconsistent. I'm not inconsistent. I just, I think. You're I'm wicked o- vocal with your thoughts. I'm open-minded. Uh-huh. And I feel like I go where there's the logic. And I know a lot of people like that who are pretty logical, but then they can shut their brain down to certain things. Like vegan is weird and you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I don't like rap music or, you know, like just things that like don't fit into your norm. You can just shut them out. But if you're open minded to everything, then I don't know. But anyways, mm-hmm. veganism, when it comes to I like rap music, do people not like rap music? Yeah, a lot of people don't like rap that music. Like a pretty generally <laughs> liked genre of music. Not like people in their 40s and 50s. But yeah. I'm not in those, by the way. I'm 39, just just to say. Well, they're 40s and 50s. Think older people don't typically, but this is because they just like, oh, that's bad. I don't, I don't know. But the point I'm making, okay, <laughs> before you, <laughs> so go on. Blatantly called me a vegan, is that I don't remember. Um, the open. Oh, there's there's problems with um, eating meat, but. There's a way it could happen a without, friendly dis- relationship. without destroying the environment as quickly, without destroying the economy, without destroying healthcare, and without causing pandemics. Number it one, could, it could strain these things. Number one rule, if if that's the scenario, is less consumption of meat. That's what I don't understand about um, meat eaters. I'm going to talk to you guys, like you know, like like. Gay like people talked about any like, of you are listening. No, gay people talk about like breeders, you know, like about <laughs> heterosexual. I'm talking about meat eaters like that. Um, I just don't like. Do you have to eat so much? You know, that's what I don't understand. Is that if everyone just cut it down, you know, like meatless Mondays? Yeah. How about we just did like meat? I don't know. Um, like two, three days but, a week. Yeah, I mean that. That's that's gonna take a while though. Let's say. The average consumer does restrict their meat intake to five instead of seven days a week mm-hmm. or one instead of three meals a day. Um, yeah, eventually that has to be seen by the production and blah, 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 and slow it all down. But I think the way to really speed it up and make it happen tomorrow. Pandemics. Pandemics, yeah. No, opening, <laughs> opening the eyes to that is the subsidy thing. Yeah. Make it cost what it's going to cost. Make it a real demand. Do you it, it know? will slow the demand for shitty, mass-produced, crappy meat. Yeah. And it will increase the demand for... Good, he- not healthy, but good yeah. quality meat. Do yeah, you know? not even quality. I mean, just, yeah, meat that's, that's not, you know, 40 cows lined up just right. getting all... Do you know how much, like, a, you know, like a Big Mac or something like that would cost if it wasn't subsidized? As Is much there as the, stat? Yeah. Have you ever bought a Beyond beef burger it's about six (laughs) bucks at burger king so probably about six bucks instead of two bucks and it like the the mass production of the meat is something that is so we have people who come across constantly if you're a vegan you constantly have people i only get my meat from you know from like a local organic farmer and I just read a statistic today that I think was 0.9%. So 99.1% of all meat comes from shitty, terrible factory farms. And that, and then there's less than 1%. So the odds that we all know somebody yeah. who gets, oh, they only eat the meat from their factory farm, from their, you know, from their grandpa's pasture or something. That's, it's, it's horseshit. And it's, and people use that all the time. They, and it's, and it's, it's an out. Cause I'm like, they do. I don't know what to say to you now because well, I just, I just you only eat good, but it's like, eyes. no, you don't. You eat, you go to restaurants and you get a chicken sandwich. Right. Well, I've been a vegan, like, for our vegetarian obviously for like a really long time and people used to talk about 
say that to me, but they used to say, well, I only eat like white. I only eat chicken. I only eat like the white meat. Like that would make a difference to me. Like I only eat white <laughs> meat. And like even then, like for the healthy meat. Yeah. But like it, it went from like I only eat the white meat of the chicken to like, oh, now I only eat the organic blah, blah, blah. Carpaccio, grass fed, blah, blah, blah. It's just like those type of people. What I've come to realize about people, and if this is vegan or not related, is that everything is projection. Everything that anybody says that's a little questionable is someone inside their mind being like, oh, fuck. I don't do this right. I'm going to say that I'm going to put myself on a pedestal and tell you what's up. Even though whoever said to you that I only get my meat from a, a family farm down the street, in the in their mind, they're like, I fucking stopped at Burger King on the way here. You yeah. know? But like they have to, it's all projection. They have to put themselves on that pedestal and say, you know, that's not, that's not how I live. And it's the same people that yeah. are yelling at people about being vegan. Well, do you know how much water soybeans use? <laughs> like, shut up. Like, all that talk is just projection. It's someone feeling guilty. It's feeling a certain way inside their gut. Like, not even in their heart. It's someone feeling that, like, deep, deep down inside of themselves. And they feel guilty and they don't know what else to do but lie and say you're doing something wrong with your life. That's it. That's like the it's everyone. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a tough one because I don't know. I think a lot of bad and good is coming out of this pandemic. And in terms of veganism, I think a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of just egg is like skyrocketing. Yeah, I don't um, know. Well, if now we talked about that in our drunk podcast. We did. So we um, didn't actually talk about. We that. We didn't actually put that out there we had just eggs doing very well all the the meats now since um you know even mid-april when all these shortages started happening yeah uh, there's always that if you're a vegan you've gotten the meme texted you of like the grocery store and like oh the vegan food's still here everybody took everybody took the good shit and it's like oh that's what, actually what's what, what, do, what do you want now tofu i can't find tofu for the life of me it's really annoying yeah, i have to order a, it off of amazon prime it's a weird one i, I don't understand who what are all are these people after. eating tofu you know and also why weren't you before you know you're not eating all this tofu <laughs> i actually eat tofu are people just randomly grabbing tofu or is it just like the vegans are stocking up i don't Maybe they're selling it on like the black market. I don't, I don't know, but it's really aggravating. I think because people, I actually eat tofu. I think people who are buying the tofu are eating the tofu. I think what happened was, like you said earlier in the show, Joe Schmo gets a week worth of groceries typically, and now oh. Joe Schmo is getting three to four weeks worth of groceries. Makes sense. So like the production just got slapped in the face yeah. with a three hundred percent increase on what they're generally sending to the stores. They're just trying to keep up. Gosh. Economists are just going to look back at this and like, like have a heyday. It's just, it's the craziest, like. I don't think we've seen the worst of it, which I'm very scared of. In the economy? Yeah. Especially for what we're trying to do. We're trying to. Yeah. I'm not talking about like that. I'm just talking about like actual, like supply demand. Like if you just look at the microcosm of like the, like the grocery store, like you just said, people are going buying three, four weeks worth of food instead of one week's worth of food. Like every one of those suppliers, you know, tofu, Mr. Tofu brand or whatever. Yeah. Like their production just has to go skyrocket. Like this is all crazy supply and demand. Like as like an economist, you look at this, like this is just some crazy shit. Yeah. I think about like, Think about this today. Um, at Menards, the hardware store, they have toilet paper. Oh, you're not talking about your balls? <laughs> no, not Menards. Menards. Mm-hmm. Um, they have toilet paper, and this it was there was a lot of jokes about toilet paper, a lot of memes about toilet paper. All this fed into this like we all need toilet paper, mm-hmm. and then. We're sitting around like, we don't need toilet paper, but we should probably get some toilet paper. And then everybody's doing that. So the toilet paper's like, bah, 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 bah. and then all of a sudden, we don't need fucking toilet paper. 
yeah. until like 2023. Right. So what's going to happen when right. no one's buying it? And they're going to be like, um, Sherman's out of business. Yeah, they're not going to be out of business, but they're they're not going to have much to produce. And then no. like, you they're... know who's not going to go out of business? Scott's. Scott's. Toilet oh, paper. the toilet paper. Scott's is the tits. Scott's is actually sandpaper. I'm surprised they are but... still in business because I still have the first roll I bought in 1997. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like one roll lasts literally three weeks. You walk down the aisle of the grocery store and squeeze every mm-hmm. roll of toilet paper and then you get to Scott's and you squeeze it. It's like squeezing like... Not comfortable. It's so dense. Yeah, it's very dense. But it's, it's worth it. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a quality investment. That's yeah, one ply. Yeah, the the fluffy no, soft toilet paper. It's, it's like a scam. Two. Yeah, they're like oh, we're we'll just sure. gonna pump it full of air, and then you pull. You know, you, you take one number two. Well, I mean, like girth wise, I just I think Scotts does the job just fine as comp- as compared to the fluffy stuff. What do you mean girth wise? <laughs> like like. Thickness of the actual of paper? toilet paper. Yeah, I want mean, you pull it off, but I'm saying like, here I have some in my hand. You do. I was blowing my nose on this earlier. Allergies, not COVID. Um, it's just it's just soft and fluffy. Yeah. But Scott's is just whoosh, just thin. Yeah. So and they wrap it so tight, and it's just like this bigger. It's like it's like like a piece of paper. Yeah, and I used to. It's like copy paper. We gave like my parents copy so paper. much shit. We'd like coming home for Thanksgiving, be like, oh, I gotta use mom and dad's crappy toilet paper. Should have brought my own toilet paper. And then I got a little older and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I see why they did that. Because it lasts It forever. lasts forever. Lasts through a pandemic. <laughs> it's worth it. I can tell you that I bought, that's actually, we should get back on course or end this, but um, <laughs> I bought uh, like a giant thing of like just one I didn't buy more because I was like not trying to be like a hoarder just one giant thing of toilet paper and we haven't and that was in the beginning like was right when it started like so that March was March like, 15th right March 15th two months ago literally I went to the grocery store and we have not run out of it no we still have like lots I don't know who's just I guess it's just there's six one in my car here. that you try to give someone one day and they're still okay. there so those six haven't been accounted for there's a ton down here are they Scots no they're not even Scots I don't know we just don't use that much toilet paper vegans well I mean we like would. everyone's clean breaks a I guess boy or except me and I just you know yeah we only use it once a day I feel like I use a lot lucky. of toilet paper anyways um but my point is that I bought that and then you bought you went to Menards and you bought some toilet paper and you're like, I just bought some toilet paper. So I was like, I had to buy it. And I was like, we don't need it. We're it's fine. Like, wait till COVID-20. And you actually bought paper towels. Yeah. And I was kind of really down without living with paper towels. I said, do you want any paper towels or toilet paper? And you texted back paper towels with an exclamation point. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a comfort. No, paper it is. Paper towels are it a is. comfort, but you, if you don't have them, you can win Hundred percent live without them. I I agree with that. I agree with that. But and I, and I have been very 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 different about my paper towel use now. I don't I don't like him. I don't like using them. I mean, not as much. I don't know if like using the water to clean my towels is like the same. You know, like it's probably yeah. just as wasteful. Oh, well, like, wasteful? No, it's probably not as wasteful. Okay. It's I mean it's a lot of paper. But anyways, let's get back on topic. Do we have any more topics? Are we done? Yeah. I mean, th- no. We're like closing it out. Um, but if you talk about all the impact of a pandemic, mm-hmm. well, not just a pandemic of meat, um, meat production, we, I mean, we've talked about it a billion times on this show. It's an exaggeration. Uh, healthcare environment, mm-hmm. which we haven't talked about a lot tonight. Um, subsidies, con- mm-hmm. money, economics, and then we don't really talk about pandemics. But that's another thing to throw in there. So I'm vegan. Meat cause pandemic. Yeah, I kind of like animals now because I'm a vegan. Um, but the healthcare system's fucked. Like beyond belief, subsidies are insane. There's just so many side effects. And for a minute there, I was thinking like, just so you but, guys eat meat. But yeah, but I was thinking tisk, like, we still tisk. need meat. There's, I'm always, I was, I'm easily convinced now, but. 
I do sometimes think like, well, we can't all be vegan. Mm-hmm. And then I look at this stuff and I'm like, no, we could. We, we really, really could. It would cost us less. We would feed way more people with way less impact on the environment and our economy. It's It makes sense. It makes so much sense. And we would not have pandemics anymore. We like probably wouldn't even have them at all. Yeah. We'd have illness. No. There'd be sickness. No, that, still be that's things. very true because it's, I mean, even if um, COVID-19 was made in a lab, the the like, what's it called? What's that term? Like zoological like term to um, describe when a when a disease or a virus jumps from an animal to oh, another yeah, animal. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But it's, ca- it's called like zoo something, something or other. Yeah. But yeah, that wouldn't happen because it wouldn't affect us unless we're fucking these animals, you know, like yeah, we're not eating and, them. And even Which if you were. Which people do. I've heard that, yeah. I heard it in China. <laughs> yeah, when, I saw, when I you saw, were there. I saw a video of a man having sex with a chicken. Wow. I think I told you that. It what? scarred me. Where are you he on was the like, internet? I don't know. Hood clips, I think. I think we've talked about hood clips. Oh, yeah, I got but rid he of was that. Like, he was like sitting on it and like bouncing up and down. Okay, wow. And, it, the, and I was like, I looked at the video and I was like, I don't know what you've that is. you made it this far into the show. Right. But I was like, I don't know what that is. And then I looked at the like, um, you know, like the, not the commentary, but the description or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, caught. Man in China fucking a chicken. <laughs> I was like, what? Why? One, why am I watching this? Two, you tricked me into watching this. I didn't even know. And now it's, I saw that video. It's probably the. I saw that video. I'm not even kidding you. Maybe five months ago. And I've literally thought of it like once a week. It's probably. And like every time I think about it, I'll like be washing dishes and I'll just be like, that was so fucked up. Like I like stop everything and I'm like, why did I watch that? Five months ago. That sounds like ground zero. That's probably what happened. That could have been it. That could be the host monkey slash chicken. Uh, But so like I go back and forth on what we're doing to react to this. Mm -hmm. And again, and part of me is like we're overreacting. You know, we've loosened up a little ourselves. Like we've we've hung out with family and friends a little bit. Oh, just I didn't want you to fall off your soapbox. Hold I'm on. Not, Sorry. Oh my gosh. This <laughs> <laughs> is pushing my elbow. Is that really what you were doing? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Okay. <laughs> anyways, um, it's caused a lot of destruction. Yeah. There's over 30 million people in America without jobs, which is unheard of. Like, I'm, unheard of. Coming off the best economy we've ever had. Besides the job things, the, the negative, like, another negative thing, I'm on your side, Jimmy, is, like, the, like, social aspect of this. Like, I don't I don't think it's good for people not to hang out with other people. Well, aside, I think it's really bad. Aside from that, like... And to only hang out on, like, Facebook... Yes. You know? Well, that that mini little inconvenience that you're expe- experiencing. There's also like a spike in suicide. Yeah. Alcoholism, drug overdoses. Yeah. Um, abuse, like child abuse and spousal abuse. Yeah. Like it's it's these are the things that like a lot of us aren't seeing. I mean, you and I have gotten a little tense a few times. You know, like like people just cooped up in their houses yeah. it does get insane i always say that if you've only threatened divorce under three times during the pandemic you guys are pretty much soulmates. you're doing well you're <laughs> you're doing really well as a couple like we're on three so we we got to let it out one more to go um no but the if to get like serious the the abuse thing the domestic abuse like That's scary. It's so scary and it's so sad because we think about like those students that you teach, you know, that I taught years ago. Yeah. Um, the lot of those kids came to school for a relief to get away from a terrible, terrible environment, and now they just have to stay. It literally, like, there's a place that they they were they had to go. You know, like they they could they could leave that home knowing like at least Monday through Friday from eight to two. You can't even make me stay here. The law says I have to go to this this place with nice people in it. Right. I mean, we. I mean, we had students that had their parents be like, "I don't want you to go to school. I don't want you to leave." Yeah. 
I want you to be as miserable as me and stay it's here. like the toll that some of us aren't feeling is insane. Yeah. And it might take a while for us to really quite fully understand that. The other big one was like uh, diagnosing illness and stuff. Apparently, like the amount of people diagnosed with cancer is down a lot because people oh aren't God. going to the hospital. No, it's not like Jesus. we have less cancer right. or heart disease. Like people are scared to go to the hospital. People are scared to go to their regular, you know, family practitioner or whatever. And there's not less people that are sick. It's just less people are are going out there. So, so there's some insane consequences of this. So again, I say like, this is an overreaction. We should be doing this. But at the same time, I think there's going to be another pandemic. There's go, I mean, and it could be worse. Right. And, and maybe we're not going to take it as seriously. Yeah, we might not. But maybe we are. Maybe but we're going to be ready for it. Maybe we're going to have social distancing laid maybe. out. We're going to have learning laid out. We're going to have our restaurants ready. But again, none of this has to happen. It right. really doesn't have to happen. And again, everyone's vegan. And they're all going to be vegan eventually. I, I we joke so. about that. But I think at some point, the switch is going to go off. I think before we die. You think so. I think so. That almost everyone's going to be vegan. And we're going to be like, wow, we were fucking crazy. Like, what were we doing? I can't believe we used to eat meat and call people swine. <laughs> swine? I mean, the, you, you said the S word? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when people used to say the S word like it was just normal? <laughs> Well, I hope that is the case, but I am not going to hold my breath. But times are tough and. It really is. And it's tougher for some more than others. Like, yeah, like we can make light of it and stuff. And to be honest, like we're in. I think about this all the time. We're in the best scenario this could possibly be in. You're a fucking teacher. Yeah, you and you me work, are fine. Yeah. You work remotely from your phone or from your computer. I stayed home with our kids. Our financial situation has not been touched. And we, we got a twelve hundred. We got a several checks from the government. Yeah, our financial situation, situation. increased. Yeah, it's fine. Um, we're still able to work on this house. Like we're doing, we're and we like like each other. You know, you're not beating me up every day. You're not getting drunk every day and beating me up. Like well, drunk but not beating you up. You're not beating me up. But you know, like just the I don't know. Like, you really have to be empathetic to them, some of these situations. Some of these other people. And you know what, like, really fucking pisses yeah, ones me you're off? not hearing about. Ones you're not. Well, yeah. And this is kind of, like, off topic, I guess. But, like, you know how, like, I get, like, most people do. You get, like, a little envious, a little jealous. You see people on Instagram or Facebook or whatever the fuck. And you're like, oh, my God, they're quarantining on their beach house. Or they're doing this. Or they're doing that. Or... You know, all this fun stuff, and you're like, oh, I wish I could do. And then it's like, on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, the people, like, two, three miles away from our house are literally, like, living in their house with their mom, who's addicted to heroin, who brings in random guys to have sex with because she has to pay for her, uh, you know, habit. And in that, and you're a 12, 13, 14-year-old girl watching this happen. And that's yeah. your life. And then I look back and I think about like, oh, I was jealous about someone quarantining on the beach and I'm jealous of their life. When I got this 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Like that's, I feel, I feel sick that I even like had those thoughts because like I'm so blessed in our situation. Like it's disgusting. And we're very close to actually the. The hood. We see it. Yeah. Like uh, on the news last night, Tucker Carlson on national news. Yeah mentioned our county our county We've increased deaths by 50 percent this year and overdoses la- and last year we were averaging almost one a day yeah we have a ton last year we have a ton. so if we increase that by like 50%, the yeah. drug use is insane and that's not just if in fact affecting those individual drug users it's their families their family. it's yeah so it's like yeah we i mean so if you're out there yeah. first of all one if you're still eating meat Jesus Christ, stop. Wrap it up. Just kidding. <laughs> take take every other day off like we're trying to do with beer or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make an assertive effort to maybe move in the right direction. I'm not telling you be all end all, but an yeah. assertive effort. But also just like, 
be super thankful for what you have because literally two miles away from my house, there are little kids, 14, 15, two-year-olds, one-year-olds, nine-month-olds sitting in houses with dysfunctional, horribly abusive drug ridden families and they're just there's that's where those fucking kids are you know so if you're like listening to this on you're listening to this on you know headphones via your your iphone or whatever smartphone you're using like take a second to be super appreciative of where you are during this quarantine because because not seeing your mom or not seeing your dad through this is tough but it's not as fucking tough as this little kid has to sit forever with the horrible family can i have my soapbox back no it's so sad i'm sorry i took it <laughs> uh okay that, that was, was good debbie downer but isn't that the truth isn't it so no it's not debbie know? downer i think it's a positive thought to, to you know to be able to reflect on the fact that you know things are good for a lot of us and they could be way worse and there are a lot of people very scared and uncomfortable right now Beyond just like the horrifying stuff you just talked about, just mildly uncomfortable. But just know that a lot of people are, are struggling right now, and they're they're yeah. fearful, and and you know we just got to do what we can to to push forward, and we got to look at this and change our lives. We all have to change our lives. You said that you said this earlier. Nothing's gonna ever be the same, but a lot of that's really good. Yeah. Like people are gonna save more. More they're aware. Gonna, they're gonna appreciate their family more. Um, they're gonna be more careful about the fact that something like this could happen again. There's a lot of good stuff that's going to come from this. but A lot of reflection going on. Yeah. And people need to. They yeah. need to. Because some people aren't going to do that. And they're just going to be like, right. government, give me, see Nancy Pelosi today pitched uh, another $3 trillion stimulus to just Why? give everybody another check. Like, that's not going to save the day. I mean, I wouldn't mind one. But, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're just that's 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 how our government's trying to solve this is to just make up well, make believe money that doesn't exist. What else are they supposed to do? Put out some positive scripture readings or something. That's Stop all they're good for. Subsidizing meat. <laughs> that's all that they're good for is money. Come they're on. Just, they're gonna destroy the whole fucking country if they keep making up they money are. that doesn't exist. It's destroyed. It's fine. Yeah. Burn but, it, Jimmy. But that's Burn fine it. too. But that's that's why we all have to be individually accountable futures we have to be very careful we have to save money we have to make good choices we have to take care of our bodies we have to make sure we're healthy we to... little self um accountability right yeah. well but thanks for listening um hope you enjoyed it i have no expectations of you whatsoever if you would like to do something <laughs> for us like lead a writing or subscribe or something like that go for it but honestly you do you